what's going on? It's 80s week month. What are we doing? What is this? It's 80s month. Oh, yeah. Cue the sound Cow- bite. Cowabunga, baby. Because we are the DJs that like to spin it, mix it, throw it back, and dissect it. Tribute to the 80s starts right now. With this legendary track from 19... Oh, shit, it's from 1979. Well, that just ruined our whole... Yeah, but you didn't hear it till 1980, and everybody knows it isn't. It? You get the idea. You get yeah, the idea. it didn't really pop off into the 80s. Fuck, we already ruined 80s month, no, Justin. This is an 80s song. This is an 80s song. We're going to push through. We're going to push through. Not, not the best start to 80s month, but we all know this is an 80s song. Because it took over MTV. This song yeah, was it, the first it kicked song. off MTV. That video that killed the radio star, meaning this is the first video that said, hey, videos are going to take over, uh, radio star, radio DJs, beware, you're about to die. You're about to die out. You Which shit. They didn't really, but... Um, I mean, they kind of did. Video, they, basically... They faded from being the main, main yeah, that's source true. All right. of... You know. Yeah, because here comes video, and we're all going to want to watch a whole bunch of videos with their music. And, and that... Question for you. Uh-huh. Did you know before you looked, and I want to ask our audience, guys, who sings this song? Who was the artist? Go. Three, two. Did you know? Do you know? Because I had no idea. Yeah, I literally didn't know until I looked up yeah. the you lyrics. You could have asked me to guess. Right I'm, like, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it, yeah. but. Well, how are you doing it? The Buggles. I'm saying Bugles. Yeah, because you like to pronounce shit weird, so that makes sense. I'm saying it's the Bugles. B U G G L E S. That feels like Buggles. But you might actually be right, because Buggles sounds really stupid. Yeah. It is Video Killed the Radio Star by the... Bugles. Buggles. And I am DJ Castle. DJ MC Jigga Jag in the building. And, and we uh, are the DJs. Let's get into it. It's 80s month. 80s month! Yeah! This, the singer of the Bugles, is this his normal song? Like, do they have other songs that they possibly came out with? And does he always have the I don't know, I can't even do the voice, but you can know what I'm trying to say that kind of yeah, we just heard it. An almost annoying in the background, kind of I have something in the back of my throat, something in my nose. I've been sick for about a week. Sound. Yeah, Does can you imagine that? how tired that would get after listening to like four songs? Yeah, or or if he had to do that for concert and he's, he's like, if that's not his normal voice, he has to like force it. He's like, I'm open. I mean, I can't even do it. There's a reason that this is one of the original one hit wonders because yeah, that would not sustain. It did not sustain, but they did put out this one legendary track that very intense foresight, especially now knowing that that they created this in 1979. 
Damn it, I hate that. <laughs> I, why couldn't you guys wait another like four months and then 80s month wouldn't already be fucked up? But it's okay. The, the idea that they knew it back then that, you know, hey, this video thing is coming. We talked about it last week when we did Message in a Bottle by Sting and the Police. How they had that video where they were basically just performing in the Montreal Expo's locker room. How video at that point was not a thing. It was either just you had performances of people on stage or them just like cramming into a locker room and singing it. Like nobody was really creating videos. But we're watching the music video here and they're doing a whole elaborate production that at that time I don't think it had ever been seen. They got a girl that turns into an adult and then they put her in a clear pipe and now she's stuck in the pipe while some guy sings around. Yeah, what is going while, on there? Well, I guess, I, you know, I honestly don't know what this is in, in, in It's chaos. But that's the point is they're actually doing a full on like little production. They're all dressed like scientists for some reason. My man, Mr. Bugle or Buggle has... Bugle. I've looked it up. It's it's, it's Buggle. He has like these crazy goggles on with like almost like a snorkel thing coming off the side. I don't really know what the visual they're going for here. Lyrics? Did you get the lyrics? I right got the lyrics right here. Go, so let, go through it real let's quick. get into it. I heard you on the wireless back in '52. Hold up, that is tracking way back. I mean, that's like 30 years at this point. What was wireless at that point? I don't even know what wireless means. Now we hear wireless and we think of like a yeah, cell but phone. In '52 wireless, like what was that? I guess that could possibly be like. When the they radio first started doing radio, but no, radio's been around before that. So I, I know, but like maybe that was what they referred to back then. Wireless referred to radio, maybe okay. because like you could actually have a radio that's not right, plugged we'll in or anything. That and the name of the song is kind of ensuing that. So because back then you. having like batteries and something was probably like a, a dope feature. Like yo, you don't even need to have this thing plugged into the wall. Okay, got some batteries on this. All bitch. right, you win that one. All right, so then it goes, lying awake intently turning on. Turning in on you. I'm not going to do his voice the whole time because, yeah, yeah, it's I a don't stupid want you to. voice. That's what I said. Say what he's saying. It's a dumb voice. Yeah, it's, it's a stupid voice. I guess it works for this one, but it's kind of. It's a bugle voice. It's a bugle voice. All right, I'll fuck with you. Lying awake, intently tuning in on you. Okay, so yeah, it's a, he's talking about the radio because okay. he's tuning in. If I was young, it didn't stop you coming through. Oh, it, oh. They took the credit for your second symphony. Rewritten by machine on new technology, and now I understand the problems you could see. He's getting deep there, and I hate that it. I'm not even fully following, but I feel like there's some actual deep poetry that's happening there. What did that mean to you? Did that make any sense? No. <laughs> they took credit for your second symphony. Who is he talking to? Me, I've never been a poetic. Like you could tell me the deepest poetry. I'm like, what do you think? does that mean to you? I'm like, I have no idea. Right, I'm gonna figure like this out. Put a bunch of fucking words. I'm gonna figure it out. All right, so he's talking to somebody. Okay, wireless back in 52. Sounds like maybe he's talking to an artist, right? Or a radio host, because he's intently yeah. tuning in on you, right? Yeah, old radio host. Mm-hmm. Art LeBeau. But then he says you're, uh, they took credit for your second symphony, so maybe he's talking about a singer. Rewritten by machine and new technology. Okay, he's talking about remixes. This is like early day remixes, which is something that you hate and you gripe about all the time on this very podcast. I do. About how you hate when they take an old song and they just rejigger it in a way and they just like add a little beat to oh, it. Oh, they pit bullet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And now I understand the problems you could see. He's speaking to you right now, man. This is exactly what you're always talking about. Again, give it up for the Buggles. They were way on top of it. Bugles. I'm going back and forth on it. I haven't decided yet. I could look this up, but I don't want to. We're going to keep it going. 
All right, well, you want to listen to what else? And then he says, wait, I met your children. Oh, oh, what did you tell them? Video killed the radio star. So he's talking to somebody who was an artist back in 52, and now he knows their children. I actually almost want to look up what the deep story is on this. I think that would actually serve us well if we did that. Yeah. I think I think this is the one we shouldn't just go blind and be like, I don't I think know. We should. What you say. I think we should because I think what's happening here is uh, you got an art, an older radio artist who uh, is being told by somebody that's that's up and coming. Like, hey, I know you used to be cool, but um, now your kids are listening to uh, are watching videos, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the what you were is is now no longer needed move along yeah but it's but it's also sad and he's acknowledging that he's like now i see the problems that you could see like now he's understanding like man they took your voice they ripped it out and they like put some technology on it and they're like that's music now that's what this is this guy is so head this is crazy He's so ahead of the game. It's too bad he sounds like a stupid, sick robot. (laughs) Because he's actually spitting fierce knowledge. Not only did he predict that video would kill a radio star, which is questionable if that's exactly what it did, but he is calling the shot in 1979 before anybody was making music videos. This is five years before Michael Jackson changed the game with Thriller, which I think was the first like full feature music video. He is saying that, you know... This whole technology, taking old music and remixing it, that's going to be the future. And, dude, nailed it. Nailed it. Let's hear. Uh, I want to hear some more. Oh, oh. Let it flow. I saw your children. Oh, oh. Let's let Buggles do it. Fuck you. That keyboard guy with the silver jacket that is just slaying it, not even like moving his head, but he's looking directly <laughs> yeah. at camera. Yeah, that's my dude. He has he has been getting it all video. Um, yeah, I think you're right about the deepness of this song. It's, he's really kind of speaking like, oh yeah, no, the world's about to change. So I wikied it, and uh, I do have a little bit of an explanation on the video. A little more insight, would you, a little would bit. You will? So. Yeah, well, I mean, we were we were right on with the previous part about how he was speaking about the movement of music and how it's going towards more, as it's referenced here, sort of like a machine technology of sorts where they're going to get more technological, take old-fashioned music and kind of rework it and then kind of call it mu- new music. But also in the music video, it starts with a young girl sitting in front of a radio, black and white, and an old-school radio-era microphone. And the radio blows up, 
and then she's transported into the future. That's why everybody's dressed all weird. Uh, that's why they're that's in like silver suits and they're in like space. Because for the longest time, for, for some, some reason, everybody always just thought the future was just going to be a bunch of people walking around in like silver jumpsuits. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I remember that. And like spacemen and stuff. Like, I don't know. I was excited for where that. that started. I was actually looking forward to it. I'm glad that we're not there yet. Because yeah. definitely this era, they thought by 2022, that's what the world was going to be. Like fashion was just gonna go out the window, and they're just like, "No, we all video wear the makes, same video silver jumpsuit." Makes a little jumpsuit. more sense now, though. As far mm-hmm. as... Yeah, so now she's like in the future, and she's like, "What?" And that's why you said you saw her growing up. Yeah, because now she's older, and she's like, "Oh my god, what is all this?" And for some reason, he's dressed like a scientist with like weird goggle glasses, and that's and that's what the rest of the video says is that she was transported, and then yeah, that's pretty much it. And then they just keep performing, and the and the guy that is playing on the the keyboards never takes his eyes off the camera. Doesn't say that here. I'm just noticing that. <laughs> kind of props if you can no look the piano like that, you know? Like he has, not you can, can I, nail all the keys and can you. Can I just give props to the background singers that are like ah, like throughout the whole song? Have you noticed that? I think we should give them true props. Are you ready? Ah. Radio star. Oh, the radio star. You like that? Yes. Yeah, let's let them do it. The reverb makes you sound fucking fantastic. Yeah, it really helped. When you uh, took it off, you sounded nowhere near as good. I sound like butthole. Which again makes me wonder how good uh, the boogles. I'm going to go with boogles. Boogles. Buggles. I switched up. I'm going boogles now. I'm going buggles. I'll go buggles now. It's actually not the. It's just straight buggles. No, I got the the buggles as all Mm. my. But yeah, I I see also on the one. I see also buggles just no the. But yeah, you're right. I'm seeing the now too. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They didn't they didn't count after this song. <laughs> but this song is obviously a landmark song because of all the things we're talking about. I do want to give serious props. 80s month shout out to Jeff Downs. Might be asking who is Jeff Downs. Is he the one that sings the No. 
because I love that guy. No, that is a. Uh, sorry. Thank you for apologizing. There's no need to do that twice. No, that was Trevor Horn. He's the uh, lead singer. Who's the guy with the glasses or the goggles? And oh, he's the one that's never mind. Yeah, he's the guy that sounds like a. He has like a third degree cold, and he's maybe speaking through a computer. Yeah, that guy. He's a singer. I mean, we got to give him props too, I guess, because he put this together. You know, he wrote it and stuff. Did he write it? He wrote it. The singer wrote it. Is that what it's saying? Because you never know. I mean, you've seen the other songs like "Devil Went Down to Georgia," where it had like fourteen writers. It says it's very simple. It was written by Trevor Horn, Bruce Woolley, and Jeff Downs. Who again? I'm gonna give our '80s month shout out to. Because he is the keyboard guy who is slaying in this video. Did you see? That fool was playing three keyboards at a time. And never took his eyes off. Always kept his eyes on the camera. This dude is doing it blind. It reminds me of, do you remember Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Uh, Yes, of course I do. So when they brought Mozart to the future, or I guess the now at the time, when the 80s, when that movie happened, another great 80s treasure since we are in 80s month. And Mozart just starts crushing it in the mall. He starts playing like five keyboards at the same time. Maybe it was just three. Jeff Downs, a modern day Mozart. He was, oh no, you know what? It was Beethoven. Because they call him Beethoven. Yeah. All right. You know, it's, know. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, definitely. Jeff Downs, absolute legend of the 80s. One of the best keyboarders that we've ever seen. And he helped write this track. So we could go ahead and assume that maybe he was part of the genesis that made uh, such a genius written track that called the future it really called their shot here and uh we did skip over a majority of the lyrics so we should get into some of the other stuff he said All while right, we're doing hit it because i didn't look up shit we can't rewind we've gone too far pictures came and broke your heart remember he's talking to some guy who was like a singer in the eight of the 50s or maybe even like a, a radio dj but i think it was like a original composer who has had his work just completely twisted up sideways Torn up, shredded, and turned into some 80s synth bullshit. Put the blame on VCR. You are a radio star. And then, yeah, so he's really giving props to somebody for being the radio, the original, the OG radio star. And uh, that's who this song is dedicated to. I can look up if it says that. But uh, you say something now. I gotta be honest, the, the radio DJ must have been a very, uh, you know, big, big person to be, Let's stress, especially in the 70s. I bet, you know, they had a lot of power as to who had artists and what songs got played at their specific uh, radio stations, and, uh, you know, it was their voice that was heard on the radio every night, and uh, just, you know, it sounds like the radio star was a very big thing to be. Through the seventies, oh, possibly fifties, sure. sixties, and through the seventies, and then when the when the eighties videos came, they must have saw it and been like, "Oh no!" Like you, can, you know, they're losing. They lost their star quality. They're still good. They're still fine, but they're not nearly what they were the moment videos came out. So this must have been a big like. They must have heard the song. But I'm not playing that shit. They're taking my fucking job away over here. Fucking I'm playing the stupid fucking songs. I'm my, although they might have played it and been like, yeah, right. I'm not going to lose my fucking job over videos. And they might have went cocky with it. Who knows? But all I'm saying is, just in the general, the radio star must have been huge. Absolutely. Point. And 
it it actually just reminded me of there's a documentary series that I love that's on Netflix called Evolution of Hip Hop that goes through all the different regions of the country and how they kind of built their hip hop scene and and who they borrowed from whatever you want to call it and at the beginning they're trying to figure out exactly who originally birthed hip hop and there was a a radio disc jockey I think maybe all the way back to like the 60s. He was the first one who kind of spoke in sort of a rap way. But they said you can't give him credit for starting rap because he hated it because of exactly what you're saying. He didn't like that they kind of bit his style and they turned it into music. But he kind of talked in a flow and he would kind of like he was one of the original guys who was like, Oh, yeah, Saturdays, this is going down. Playing this with funky sound. And, you know, like, he, he kind of talked like that. But at the time, rap didn't exist. And they started kind of using his style. And But because of that, he always despised the evolution of hip-hop. So you can't really credit him with that. But it goes back to this whole thing where, like, radio disc jockeys had all the power of music for the longest time. I mean, you go back to, like, the early ages of entertainment, and it was all built around the radio. Franklin Delano Roosevelt used to do fireside chats. The whole country would sit around the radio and just listen to him speak. That was how they got the word out back then. You know what I mean? So the radio had all the power. Wasn't the Gettysburg Address set over the radio? No, that was a stupid thing to say. So, (laughs) but yeah, the radio had all the power. And I think it started to sort of shift in the 70s as they sort of figured out new mediums to, you know, get the music out there. Obviously, records were a huge playing that but that's right there was that time that the entire family sat around and listened to the entire constitution that was read that was also really stupid but i think the point that i want to steal from that is there was a time when actually that was just how families entertained themselves or they all just sit around the radio and can you imagine how fucking boring that would be like where do you where do you look where do you go? I never liked it when like somebody's like, hey, I got this new album. Let's all sit around and listen to it. And you all just sit there and vibe to it. And you're just like, huh, okay. But, but with that said, I forever love League of Their Own where they're being a little loud in the kitchen and the mom just yells, quiet, Kit. Your father's listening to the radio. It's like, like what? <laughs> That's up. how it was back in the day. <laughs> that reminds me. Everybody check out the three things we got to talk about podcast with its newest episode. A League of Their Own, featuring yours truly, and DJ Jack. Oh, yeah. And her homie, J-Way-J, some Malibu Yak. Avoid the Booyah. clap, Jimmy Dugan. It's good advice. Right. Anyways, back to it. <laughs> yes, um, Radio Stars were the shit. This song was way ahead of its time as far as the lyrics. However, the lyrics to it and the ow, ow, kind of bring it down. And also the Buggles Bugles never came out with another track, so... Uh, if I'm going to give them the, the snaps and claps myself, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give them the. It gets three, uh, three, three claps and two snaps. It slaps, damn it. It hits ahead of its time. I love it from the wedding singer. I remember in the wedding singer like, oh, this is going to be the I remember from um, wedding singer. And it, uh, it just, you know, it was the, it, it broke, it was MTV's first video and MTV was, it, it, you know, it almost helped me uh develop as far as uh how you know musically and uh culturally it, mtv was it until it turned into fucking ridiculousness which is all it is now which is kind of crazy that it's developed into literally one mm-hmm. show have you noticed that it's literally just ridiculous and all them 
ridiculousness on no repeat. Yeah. On the entire episode. I mean, I even watched MTV. Dude, I tuned out when they all became like a bunch of 16 and pregnant shows. But... That's what it is. And then uh, that's weekends. And then during the week, it's literally mon- uh, 12, 24 hours of ridiculousness. That's Damn. All, that's Shout all out to th- Rob Deerdick. Way to take over the yeah, whole. Real talk. Nice <laughs> contract there, dude. Good yeah. Job. But uh, what are you giving it, man? What are your claps and snaps? Oh, my God. It slaps and snaps. And oh, for yeah. those who are that's just right. listening for the first time, every song has to be rated through our slaps and snap system out of five. And for radio, killed the video. I forgot to add on mine. Could I add on mine real quick? And yeah, because I, I just fucked up the name of the song. I haven't done that in a while. We've been calling it. It goes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, what you got? Slaps and snaps. Thunder Hit them. So that was, that was two confident slaps. A third one because I was like, you know what? The genius of this song and how they predicted exactly what was happening and its impact on pop culture and society deserves another slap. Then I was like, damn, they not only nailed the shift of music and remixing past stuff, but they also predicted that video was going to become a dominant force in music, which I think it still is today, but especially in the 80s and then especially in the 90s when basically MTV was like the hottest channel in all the land. So for that, it gets another snap. And then I did not want to go, oh, oh, because I think that sounds stupid. So I reversed it, and that was where you got the, oh, oh. I don't even remember how I did it now. <laughs> <laughs> the reverb sounds dope, though. I also got I to gotta say one more thing, because I looked it up, and I don't know if this is who, I was speaking earlier about how it feels like he's dedicating this song to somebody who, uh, you know, he respected from back in the day, going back to the radio on 52. It's Art LeBeau. He's talking about Art LeBeau. I'm Isn't right. Art LeBeau, like, still alive? Yeah. I don't think he's been around since 1952. I guess he has. Apparently, Hans Zimmer makes an appearance in this video. He's, like, walking through the background. So, possibly, there's a little hint that maybe he's the guy who he's, like, crediting with, like, his... Han who? Hans Zimmer. What the fuck is that? Who's, like, an epic composer who's done a lot of work on... Uh, making scores for films and everything. I think he actually had like a a run kind of creating his own music. But he's like a, a symphony guy. So I think that maybe that's Who? who's being referenced to. Just look it up. Google it. All right. I'll show him a symphony, bro. Yes. Yeah. You don't know shit about symphonies, man. I'm symphony the shit. All that matters is that we kicked off 80s month with a banger song from the 70s. <laughs> 